0: Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Alpha Theta Flow podcast. This is Flow 699, almost at the number 700, which is pretty crazy. And today I am talking about the importance of play. Actually, I'm going to talk about it from, once again, because I've just finished Polyvagal Theory, um, from a polyvagal standpoint. Uh, and I feel like it was like the biggest goldmine that I probably got from the book, um, from where I'm at reading it, where I, I sit today. And that was um, when he started to talk, Stephen Porter started to talk about the, the, the importance of this, this play um, structure, right? And I think play can sometimes be a loose term for um, many things. Um, but even when I was first introduced to this with, with guys I mentioned before, which is StrongFit, um, it wasn't clear to me that, that it was explained in this way. Um, but there's, there's 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 five sort of main systems, right? Now, you could imagine these as uh, split up into both um, parasympathetic and sympathetic, and that they actually suit, uh, they follow suit to how our our nervous system has developed over um, um, evolution, and so we start to see that most primitive basic is immobilization so it's actually parasympathetic but it's it's it's, a, it's the death feigning, it's the freeze we'll see it obviously a lot more in reptiles right um, however reptiles still have this fight or flight response as well which starts to move into the sympathetic state and so that becomes the second component of the nervous system um, which is fight or flight which is known as mobilization so your parasympathetic is, is often known as immobilization whereas your sympathetic is known as mobilization and then the most recent component, which effectively is the, the you neocortex know, for humans, us, is this social engagement, this, this parasympathetic state of um, of what could be referred to as flow. But a social engagement component, that's where we're obviously quite, um, more often than not, um, immobile once again. However, still quite social rather than more in that uh, death feigning um, idea of uh, parasympathetic. However, on page 278, I came across this uh, explanation here, and it said one, and then two, and then three, four, five. One, social engagement, two, mobilization, fight or flight. Then it said three, play. A blend of the above, play is a hybrid state requiring features from both states of mobilization and social engagement. This is a really important component. This is often associated with these states of flow where when we're in a state of flow we're not immobile we're mobile but we're also present so this this sort of balance of play is so crucial because in play we're not looking at the time in play we're fully engrossed in the task in play we're 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 both aware but but not aware of this sense of self at the same time it is so fascinating that we have this ability as humans to be in this mobilization which is this fight or flight yet carry over this certain sense of social engagement or this consciousness and awareness to to our mobilization. And this is really important. This is important because if we're not careful, and this is checking for us, and then if you're coaching or training, working with other people, but if you're not careful and you're constantly judging yourself, even if it's through the eyes of other people, I feel judged. It's like, well, that's a feeling coming from you. doesn't mean necessarily someone's judging you. Even if someone was judging you, that's that's them. That's not you. All over again, right? And so, the power of this is that when we can bring a sense of play to the tasks that we genuinely enjoy or want to enjoy, and that can be a array of many different things, we get to maintain this sort of sense of socialness, this um, sense of of care, while still finding out what our physical body's capabilities are are, actually are so it's not about going it's either just um social and and immobile and parasympathetic and and flow and doing nothing and then over here it is fight or flight as in like quite assertive aggressive words like it's it's a i'm sure if fight or flight were, were were written differently and said differently in the english language we wouldn't use those words To explain the sympathetic and so it's very important to see it as mobilization right we'll either go towards or we'll run away right and so when we actually start to see the power of this we start to see the power of learning how to breathe well that will keep us in somewhat of a parasympathetic state if we're breathing well it'll keep us in this state whilst we're getting after something and now we're in this world of play And we can choose to go to fight as required, or we choose to come back to a social space as required. And this is what we want to refer to as neural health. This is, goes back to the last one, neuroception, our ability to decide and choose and then then respond to the moment as the moment deserves, rather than reacting um, based upon our, our history of how things happened in the past. And of course, I'm simplifying things, but this is a practice. This is what the core of my 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 whole model of what flow intelligence. And also, what the you know Functional Fitness Australia here does, all of this. What I what I train people through Alpha Theta, it's looking at this. It's allowing us to move away from this objective centric model that if you lose this many many calorie, uh, well yes, many calories, but my, many kilograms, you'll be happy. Uh, you people will want you. All your problems will go away if you earn this much cash it's not ignoring the objective, it's not saying a barbell squat and hitting a certain number is useless at all, what it's doing is that it's looking at what is that giving you that you don't already have or what is that giving you that you enjoy so much because that can be your vehicle to it but what's the experience and then how do you have that experience more often, what experience do you need to develop in order to have that experience more often. This is an experience-centric model where we can continually be in play far more because we're choosing to be there in this state of flow where we're actually really in the moment where we're creating memories and we're contributing to something bigger than just ourselves, which is giving back to actually being ourselves. This is a beautiful space to be in and this was probably the biggest goldmine that I got from the polyvagal Theory and it was mentioned on like two or three pages and that was it. Because play... Is where that balance of the two nervous systems meet. And if we can tie that in with our ability to look at the things that we enjoy in life, the states of flow that we wish to uh, experience more often. Then we go, well, what are the intelligences that I need to pay attention to and develop, be it emotional and interpersonal, intrapersonal intelligence, my kinesthetic intelligence, my nutritional intelligence? What are these things that I need to pay attention to, to that will give me the best opportunity to do that more often? That's, that's powerful. That's health not just losing weight. And on that note, team, I am done. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. If you found this podcast beneficial, it would mean the world to me if you would pass on to someone else who you think would also find it beneficial. If you haven't already, you can grab a copy of my book, Money Yourself, anywhere online that sells books or at thetaflow.com If you'd like one, personally signed by me. Uh, if you're an athlete, a coach, or a high performer and you wanted to find out how to find your flow, then check out thetaflow.com and get in touch because I'd love to have a chat with you. That's it from me. Big love, peace, and pizza. I'll see you all soon.